Attention all personnel. Incoming podcast. This is MASH Matters. Greetings, lovers of MASH. We are back. MASH Matters. I'm Ryan Patrick, alongside the wonderful and talented Mr. Jeff Maxwell. Hello, Jeff. Hello, Ryan. And how are you today? Thank you. Thank you. That's for both of us. By golly. That's fantastic. Our studio audience joining us as well. Yes. Here for uh, episode 26. And you know what? Episode 26 is only two away from episode 28. Oh, my. And that's going to be very, very, a very, very special episode for everyone. I hope. Is it like the very special episodes that they had of like sitcoms in the 80s? You know, a very special episode of Different Strokes. (laughs) Are we going to learn? Are we going to live and love at the end of this episode, Jeff? It may cause nausea. There is an element (laughs) that people may get nauseous from listening to what I'm about to say in episode 28. All right. It certainly made me nauseous, but we'll see. Some of you may enjoy it. Some of you may get nauseous. We'll just see. So stock up on the Dramamine now and get ready for episode 28 uh, coming up very, very soon. Yes. Very exciting. We've had so many more questions come in, and we have a lot of voicemails coming in, too. And we love hearing from you. We're going to be playing some of those voicemails coming up here in just a few minutes. But just so you know, if you would like to reach out to us and send us questions and comments, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube. Also, you can email us, mashmatterspodcast at gmail.com, and call and leave a voicemail at 513-436-4077. Or they can come over. Over to the house. Either way. <laughs> or just stop by and bring cookies. Yeah, please bring cookies. Now, last episode, we discussed Halloween and we discussed tattoos. <laughs> I put the call out saying, hey, if anybody wants to send us a MASH-themed tattoo or if you've ever dressed up as a character for MASH, please send us pictures. And here comes our fan, Jamie Narragon, who does both in the same tweet. <laughs> she says, for your enjoyment, a pic of my MASH tattoo, a simple asterisk, and me as Radar in the seventh grade, circa 1993. And so she sent us these pictures. Let's let's address the Radar picture first. She's got the Radar hat on. She's got the Radar glasses. And she is holding a copy of uh, Susie Coulter's The Complete Book of MASH. She is absolutely adorable. Jamie, you are adorable in that picture. Absolutely adorable. Yes. And she appears to be about the same height, too, as Radar at that point, because she was (laughs) in seventh grade. (laughs) Well, in this picture, she's only about six inches tall, so I don't know. (laughs) That is smaller than him. That's true. And then you have the picture of her tattoo, which is the asterisk. But my question is, Jeff, and Jamie is the only person who's going to be able to answer this for us, but the way the picture is shot, by the way, you can see these pictures on our website. Go to uh, mashmatterspodcast.com and look at the show notes for episode 26 and you can see these pictures. I can't tell, is that Jamie's wrist or is that like the heel of Jamie's foot? (laughs) This is a a a very serious controversy. We are very confused whether that's the the heel. Is that the calf? Is that asterisk on your calf, Jamie? Or is it her wrist? Your forearm, yeah. Is that where it is? Where the (laughs) heck is that thing? Or is it something that's alive and is actually crawling from place to place on you? Because it looks like that, too. I would slap it. 
and see what happens. I think this is going to turn into the new, is the dress black and blue or, you know, gold and white? Yeah. Is it Jamie's arm or is it Jamie's leg? Yeah. Jamie, you're the only one who can answer this. So please let us know because there are going to be dozens of listeners who will be wanting to know the answer to this. Jamie's tattoo may go viral. We may go viral with this. and <laughs> Or that maybe is a viral on her arm or leg or whatever it is. Usually you don't want a, a tattoo to go viral, I don't think. Do you? No. You, like you need an ointment or something for that. You got to spread, yeah, salve on it. It's, it's <laughs> not good. <laughs> So, uh, Jeff, I, w- I would like you to tell us about the other photo that we received from a listener this week. Really sweet. This is from Jenna Esch, and she says, Hi, my name is Jenna. I enjoy your podcast and have watched MASH ever since I was a kid. My dad got me into MASH and still watch it to this day. It is the best show ever. Nothing compares to it. And even my pet bunny Chester watches it. Here is a picture of him watching the episode Hot Lips in Empty Arms with me. (laughs) Oh, and here is the little bunny. Chester is sitting in front of the TV looking right up watching MASH. It's about the cutest thing I've ever seen other than that strange thing on uh, the arm of the other person. Uh, boy, it, it is so cute. Yeah, look for the picture on our website, mashmatterspodcast.com in the show notes. But yeah, Chester the Bunny watching MASH. I love it. I love it. Bunnies are so sweet. My uh, wife had a couple of bunnies as a, actually as a young woman, she loved the little bunnies. And uh, people say they're good with garlic and butter too. I don't know. I'm not oh. sure. But everybody seems to love Don't listen, Chester. Don't. <laughs> Jenna, thank you. That is about as cute as you can get the little bunny Chester watching Mash. Really sweet. I hope Chester listens to the podcast as well. I want to see Chester with headphones on listening. Here's little earbuds <laughs> in those floppy ears. <laughs> thank you, Jenna. We, we also have Becky Keith. Dear Ryan and Jeff, I love the podcast series. Well, thank you, Becky. I have listened to every podcast and enjoyed the interviews with Kelly and Mike immensely. I have listened to this podcast while painting my house and driving. Uh, Becky, is that really safe to do? I'm not sure. At the same time, that seems dangerous. You can get a ticket in California for that, I know. Um, As I watch MASH over and over, I always look forward to the support cast such as Igor, Nurse Kelly, Colonel Flagg, Dr. Friedman, and Rizzo. (laughs) I have to say that my favorite episodes of Igor are Promotion Commotion and Soldier of the Month. In these two episodes, I can actually see Jeff better and his charisma comes out more. Well, that's very (laughs) sweet. I I try to let my charisma out uh, usually on the weekends. Anyway... (laughs) This show is a classic, and you two are doing a great job of reviving it for new and future generations. Great job, guys. Hey, Becky, thank you very much. That's very sweet to say. And be careful driving and painting at the same time. That can be very difficult. That's right, especially when Jeff's charisma is out. Uh, (laughs) We can be very careful. All right. So I mentioned uh, at the top of the episode, we have several voicemails that have come in here in the last week or so. We're going to go ahead and play the first voicemail from Joe. Hi, uh, my name is Joe. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I'm 52 years old, and I remember MASH back in uh, when I was five. I remember watching it when my older brother is 10 years older than I am in the 70s uh, when it was on the CBS movies. They would show MASH episodes on CBS late night on Fridays. And I was watching MASH up until the end. 
what uh, what happened with uh, McLean Stevenson? He always talked about Illinois, and was he really related to Adlai Stevenson? I know he's from Illinois and Bloomington, and uh, what was the relation there? So that was my question. Um, I love the show. I hated to see it ended. I was in high school when it ended. I think it was 83, the, the last one. Uh, then several years later, in like 2006, I was working at a, a place, and I was hearing some younger guys saying, oh, I hate that show when it comes on and that helicopter lands on the pad. I said, man, that's a TV classic. So, I mean, you know, they don't know what was good back then, you know. But I wish those shows were like that were still on um, today and uh, the whole cast and, and everything. So thank you very much for your time. Bye. Hey, Joe. Yeah, so Joe, uh, I actually got a follow-up message from Joe. He said that uh, his mom passed away in 2016 at the age of 87, but she would watch the show, and when Robert Alda would guest star on MASH, she would say, he's a nice man. <laughs> he would say, well, how do you know him? And apparently she worked at the Midway Airport in Chicago, and those days, uh, actors would come by her little shop. Evidently, Robert Aldo was one of the ones who stopped by her shop and made quite an impression on Joe's mom. So <laughs> nice little message from him. Also, he lives in a town called uh, Midlothian, Illinois, which I had never heard of. I, I live in Illinois as well, uh, but I live down in the southern tip. Uh, Midlothian is up near uh, Chicago. So thank you, Joe, for the voicemail. We really do appreciate it. Uh, wonderful words there. Now, your question about McLean Stevenson. Yes, he is related to Adam. Adelaide Stevenson. Now, there are two different Adelaide Stevensons. McLean was the great grandson of William Stevenson, and William Stevenson was the brother of Adelaide Stevenson, who was the vice president to Grover Cleveland. Is there going to be a test on this? Because I'm getting a little confused. Yeah. yeah, okay. I'm taking notes. This makes McLean Stevenson the second cousin once removed of Adelaide Stevenson II, who was the two time presidential nominee. Is that clear? Oh, it's. Totally clear. I can see it from all the way outside. I can see it. Wow. But the connection to Illinois, yes, McLean Stevenson was born in a, a town called Normal, Illinois, which is up near Champaign-Urbana, which University of Illinois is. But McLean Stevenson did not go to U of I. He went to Northwestern University, which is in Evanston, Illinois. Wow. That was a lot of stuff. Thank you. That was a lot. My goodness gracious. Hey, speaking of Robert Alden, you want a quick funny story about Robert Alda? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Robert Alda was doing a scene up on the helicopter pad and uh, we're outside and it's quite sunny outside and they rehearsed the scene. I think uh, Alan was in the scene or something. Anyway, they're standing outside in front of the helicopter and uh, he rehearses the scene and then they say, okay, great. And then let's uh, move stuff around and see what we can do setting up the camera. And Robert Alda sauntered casually over to the director of photography. And the director of photography is the guy who is responsible for making everybody look good by way of having the lights set in the right place and, you know, the filters and whatever. So the director of photography is a pretty important guy to uh, an actor because they can make, either make you look horrible or pretty good. Huh. So in the old days, his kind of movie star days, those guys were really important because everybody wanted to look really pretty and really handsome. So there was a lot of uh, attention given to the director of photography and the actor, and they had conversations and how to make themselves look pretty and handsome. <laughs> so they did the little rehearsal, and uh, Robert Alda strolled over to the director of photography, and he said, well, you know, by the way, uh, I just want to tell you that uh, BJ, uh, which his name was BJ, the director of photography, 
I, uh, on these kinds of uh, scenes, when we're out in the sun here, I get a 402 uh, silk uh, filter on these. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm standing there listening. It was just me and Robert Alda and BJ were standing. And so Robert Alda walks away, and I, I looked at BJ, and I said, BJ, what is that? And he says, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And he went on with the business and they shot the scene. That was it. <laughs> I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> I loved it. And I, I think it was true. I, I don't think he was kidding. I, he would have told me if he knew what he was talking about. I don't know. I wonder if Robert Aldo watched that episode later and said, hey, hey, that's not a 402 filter. <laughs> a, yeah, wait a minute. What's that guy doing? To me? <laughs> anyway, back to the mass show. Hey, Derek Wade, he writes, Ryan and Jeff, thanks so much for a great new episode. I, as I believe all your listeners, really appreciate the time you take to not only put together the podcast, but to actually read through our question. You know, I might want to say this something about Ryan Patrick here. When he says, I appreciate the time to not only put together the podcast, if nobody knows, Ryan Patrick does a lot of stuff with this podcast that I really don't do. I mean, <laughs> okay, I'm the pretty one. Fine. Okay. We all accept that. <laughs> that goes without saying, I think, yes. Of course. But... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but Ryan does a tremendous amount of work on this podcast to not only put it all together, but to get it formatted and to make it show up so that we can all listen to it and hear it. And we can uh, say, oh, gosh, that's what they're saying. So uh, thank you, Ryan Patrick, for doing all that production of this wonderful podcast. And that's how this works. So thank you, Jeff, because if it weren't for your involvement with this podcast, nobody would hear my preparation. <laughs> Well, that's what the pretty one is for, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> well, so anyway, Derek says, hope you both continue to enjoy making the podcast as much as we all enjoy listening to it. Oh, that's really nice. You help keep our love of MASH alive and relevant and interesting to learn the little details we wouldn't get to usually know. All the best. Derek, thank you very much. That's really, really nice yeah. to say. Uh, we appreciate that. That's very sweet. And Derek, we'd like to thank you very much. You were very kind and you sent us some cards, some gift certificate kind of cards to Starbucks. And we drank it all. It was delicious. We really appreciate you. Thank you very, very much. And not that anybody else should send us gift cards or anything unless it's cash and nothing under $25,000, please. <laughs> But we really appreciate the, the Starbucks gift card. So, you know, thank you, Derek, very much. We appreciate it. And you don't have to send any more. We're good. We're happy. But thank you for thinking of us and doing that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So let's get to- Maybe a Lamborghini if anybody <laughs> out there has a used one. <laughs> okay. All right. So now let's get to another voicemail. This one coming to us from Greg. Hey, Ryan and uh, Jeff. Uh, first of all, this is Greg in San Jose, California. I wanted to say thank you so much for such an extraordinary podcast. Uh, it's really a treasured experience. Um, I look forward to it uh, several times a month um, on so many levels. Your, your, your commentary and reflections on the nostalgia, the relatable characters of uh, Hawkeye and Trapper and uh, everyone, and the humor uh, that you guys provide is biting, sarcastic, it's silly, just like the show. And so it really brings you back uh, to... Um, you know, watching and enjoying the episodes. Uh, I watch them on DVD without the uh, laugh track, um, but uh, you guys help to really um, allow us to experience them again and all the fun uh, uh, fun stuff associated with them. 
my mom was um, a director of entertainment for Army Special Services in, in France. She was the only female director of entertainment in Verdun in the late 50s after the Korean War. And, and uh, she met my dad, who had been in the Korean War, and they, they married in France. And MASH was one of their favorite shows. Um, and two of the episodes that uh, really related to their experience was uh, Yankee Doodle Doctor and Showtime, which, uh, of course, featured a, a film and uh, some, some live performance uh, of some uh, actors coming to um, visit and, and, and perform morale shows for uh, the troops. And my mom uh, did a lot of that uh, in France uh, at the same time. And so, uh, anyway, i just really like to thank you uh, for uh, doing the podcast. Thank you. Wow, that's very nice. Director of Entertainment. Wow, that's cool for your mom. Yeah. Now, it sounds like that voicemail cut off at the end, and, and it did. And let me tell you why. So I found something out about our voicemail system this week, Jeff. Hmm, really? And what's that? Well, Greg helped me figure it out. Actually, thank you, Greg. You didn't know that you were going to help me figure this out. But evidently, our voicemail system cuts off after three minutes. <laughs> Greg actually had some more wonderful things to say about some of his favorite episodes. And I'm sorry, Greg, that we didn't get to that because um, our voicemail system cut you off after three minutes. So if you would like to leave a voicemail for us, make sure that you uh, get it in under uh, two minutes and 59 seconds seconds. <laughs> or maybe get the most important comments at the beginning of your voicemail. Yeah. Yeah. So that was an interesting development this week. Would it help if he put more quarters in the slot? Is that, <laughs> would that work? I don't know how it works anyway. If but. he sends us a $10 Starbucks gift card, you get Aha! another three minutes. I think that's how it works out. Uh-oh. I don't want to go to the mailbox. You go to the mailbox. I'm scared. <laughs> But if you hear something roar up, call me because that's I'm looking for that. <laughs> Lamborghini. Darren Williams, he wrote us and said, hey, Ryan and Jeff, love the podcast. Listen to it religiously. Well, not religiously, but every episode. Anywho, saw a question on a MASH Memories Facebook page. And now I know you've covered what did BJ's initials stand for and what the Q and Klinger's name stood for. This question is regarding our beloved CEO, Colonel Sherman T. Potter. What does the T stand for? Did Larry Gelbart ever give us a name or a hint of one? And that question coming from Darren Williams. Well, I found an answer. I don't know if it's the answer, but I found an answer. And the only answer I can find is actually in Susie Coulter's book, The Complete Book of MASH, which if you have not read that, it I, I think it's still in print. Susie isn't with us anymore, but the, the book is a really cool book. What happened to Susie? She passed away in, I think, 2012 oh. from cancer. Oh, I'm sorry. Obviously me, I'm like, well, if, if Susie is around, I'd love to talk to her. We'd love to have her on the podcast, you know? Yeah. But no. She has already passed away, but she left us this wonderful book, The Complete Book of Mash. And in that, she had an interview with Harry Morgan. And Harry Morgan is quoted as saying, I wondered what the T is for. Tecumseh, I would guess, as in General Sherman. Larry Gelbart actually named me for his family doctor, I hear. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I had always heard, you know, in MASH circles that Tecumseh was his middle name. That's what the T stood for. Mm -hmm. But I'd never remembered it coming up in, in one of the episodes. And so doing a little digging and doing a little research, and I pulled out my copy of, of Susie's book, and there it was. We don't have a definitive answer, but from Harry Morgan himself, he believes that it is T for Tecumseh. So that's as close as you're going to get to an answer, I believe, Darren. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Yeah, I'm still, I'm real. I didn't realize Susie Coulter passed away and I'm very sorry. And you're right. That would have, she would have been a great guest to talk, come on and talk. Yeah. Yeah. The name, you know, I've never heard uh, any of that. You know, when you're on the set, 
I never heard anybody discuss the question of what's that tea about. Nobody ever did that. I don't know why. At least I didn't hear it. Interesting that, that it comes up later, but it didn't come up then. It's uh, it's just some of those mesh uh, mysteries, and then yeah. people come up with their own answers, and then uh, that's how urban legends begin. Yes. But I was glad that we were able to find that quote from Harry Morgan in Susie's book. Yeah, cool. All right, we have another voicemail. This is our third and final voicemail coming from Bryn. Hi, Jeff and Ryan. Uh, this is Bryn calling from Virginia. Uh, I am 22 years old and have been a massive fan of MASH for probably running on five years now. My twin sister and I have really bonded over it. I don't remember how we got into it, but I'm assuming my dad would have mentioned it. Maybe he he watched it religiously as a child um, with his parents. So I don't really have a question, but I do have something of a story. Um, my twin sister and I actually have met Alan Alda. We tried to meet him when he was doing his one-man show. He visited my twin sister's university when we were freshmen. And we waited outside in the rain for him for about one hour before he finally came out and asked us why we were standing in the rain and then why two 18-year-old girls were such big fans of MASH and were crying all over his coat. Um, So anyway, we love MASH, and we both love this podcast. Just recently, actually, I met Loretta Swit as well. We're trying to meet as many MASH um, cast members as we can while we still can. So thank you so much for the podcast. Um, We really love listening to it. Um, And this is from a couple of uh, episodes uh, episodes ago, but Jasper from Germany. Ich spreche Deutsch. I speak German. I love uh, MASH. We're the same age. Let's link up. (laughs) Don't know if I'll play that part, but. Anyway, thanks again, Jeff and Ryan, for the awesome podcast. We love MASH. And, uh, yeah, bye. Wow. All right. So now we're a dating podcast. This is interesting. We may have made an international love connection. Who knows? That's why MASH matters, by golly. That's another reason. We can hook you up. Jasper, Bryn, Bryn, Jasper, you two kids go talk. Mash in German. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Thank you, Bryn, for your great story about you and your sister meeting Alan Alda. I'd like to open it up and and ask if any other listeners have stories of meeting some of the MASH cast. We'd love to hear your stories as well. How did you meet them? Where did you meet them? I I myself, I've had the pleasure of meeting several MASH cast members through the years. I met Mike Farrell. He came to our local university and spoke. I think it was about 18 years ago. I've met Loretta twice, also at the university close by, uh, Southern Illinois University. Ran into Jamie Farr in the uh, lobby of the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, following a production of A Christmas Carol, where he was playing Scrooge. I believe that was back in 1996, 97, somewhere in there. Uh, I've had lunch with this Jeff Maxwell guy before, too. Really? Yeah, he's an interesting cat. I've heard a lot of urban legends about him, too, but (laughs) we won't go into that. But let me tell you my favorite story, though. I had the pleasure of meeting Bill Christopher. He came to uh, our little area and did a show here. Actually, I've seen... Okay, let me backtrack here, because this is an interesting story. Jamie Farr and William Christopher, many, many years ago, did a touring production of The Odd Couple. And it was scheduled here at a theater in a a town here, an old, old theater. And the day before their production, 
that theater burned to the ground. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Holy moly. And so they were able at the last minute to book that same show and move it to a different theater in a different town right nearby so that everybody who bought tickets was still able to see the show. But yeah, that was that was wild. Well, flash forward about 15, 20 years, William Christopher comes back to this area and is doing a, a musical called Church Basement Ladies. I was working in radio at the time. The radio station where I worked was very big into raising money for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, which is very near and dear to my heart. So I concocted an idea of, hey, can we do a lunch with William Christopher and you know people can bid to have lunch with him? Lo and behold, it worked out. Bill agreed, and, and so we were able to auction off lunch with Father Mulcahy. Selfishly, I put all this together, one, for St. Jude, but also because I also wanted to have lunch with Father Mulcahy. (laughs) It's all about you, isn't it? It's all about you. It's about the kids, and it's about me as well. (laughs) So I had the pleasure of of sitting at lunch. There were, I think there were about 10 of us at the table, uh, ultimately. But I sat right next to him and had lunch with Bill Christopher. Later that night, I went and saw the show, and I I was backstage because we had to introduce the show. And he comes walking up. We start talking backstage. And I suddenly realize that he is in costume for the show. And the costume that he is wearing is a priest's outfit. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It suddenly dawns on me. I am standing backstage here talking to William Christopher while he is dressed as a priest. (laughs) It was one of the most surreal moments of my life. But he was such (laughs) Wow, fun. He, he was such a delight, so loving and, and supportive of uh, what we were doing for St. Jude at the time. Yeah. Just just a wonderful man. That was a really neat experience. How fun. That's a great story. I love that. Yeah. yeah. He was a terrific guy. I, I, everybody loved him. And I think people have said this before, but he was the right choice for that part. There couldn't have been a better choice for that part, even though they made one initially. With, he wasn't the first priest. <laughs> right. But right. Yeah. Uh, it was a good thing that he became the priest because he, boy, was he good. He was just such a genuinely sweet, kind, good human being. It was mm-hmm. uh, it was too bad he wasn't really a priest. <laughs> he could have done a lot of good. Yeah. Just like Alan Arbus should have been a shrink, you know? <laughs> yeah, they should have been. That's yeah, true. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, this is exciting now. We have a wonderful uh, note from Dolph. Yes. D-O-L-F. So in case I'm saying that strangely, Dolph from the Netherlands. Dolph says, Dear Ryan and Jeff, hello from the Netherlands. I'm Dolph, 57 years old, mashophile, and I want to thank you for your amazing podcast. I'm a mash fan since the 90s. There were reruns on Dutch television at 8.30 in the morning. And at that time of the day, I also used to give my firstborn daughter, Eva or Ava, not sure which, the bottle. So most of the podcast fans tell they watched with their parents. I honestly can say I watched with my daughter. Of course, she was watching with her parent. Well, anyway. And to this day, my daughter, when she hears the tune of MASH, is looking for the bottle. (laughs) 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 And Dolph can be seen at the comedy store next month. We'll do the jokes, Dolph, all right? I listen to the podcast in my car when riding to and from my work. You are, on each working day, two carpoolers who step into my car and just talk the whole time. And I love it. I, <laughs> I thought I knew my mash, but listening to you, Ryan, 
I come to realize I know nothing. <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. And Jeff, thank you for ruining my career. <laughs> no problem. I, I'll just go right through everybody's career and ruin everybody. My favorite line from Igor is, I thought there were going to be refreshments here. And I use that a lot in job interviews. Hmm. That's not a good thing to do. Apparently, I'm the only one over here in the Netherlands who knew this line of Igor's. Well, there you go. Sorry, Dolph. On the subject why MASH is so important to so many people. For me, it's that MASH is a safe family in a not-so-pleasant world. The world is not an easy place to live in, and I'm always looking for places where it is safe. And MASH is just that. In a brutal war, you can rely on the MASH family for everything. I have no questions at this moment, but thank you very, very much, and please step into my car at any moment. <laughs> Greetings, <laughs> Dolph de Vries, the Netherlands. Well, that's really nice, Dolph. Thank you very much. My goodness. Isn't that sweet? Wow. That's great. We're around the world. I, maybe we can hook Dolph up with the twin sister or something. You know? <laughs> now, wait a minute. Slow uh -oh. down there. Slow I down. Stop. Now, hold everything. <laughs> hold everything. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. No, that's not right. No, that's not right. Never mind about this. My favorite part about that story, first of all, it's great to hear from MASH fans all over the world, is that he uses the line, I thought there were going to be refreshments here in job yeah. interviews. I thought there were going to be refreshments here. <laughs> yeah. That tells me that Dolph has not had many jobs. <laughs> yeah, poor Dolph. But he does say he's, uh, let's see, he's riding to and from my work. So I guess he has a job now. Oh, yeah. It's, hang on to that, Dolph, because you don't want to go for another interview. You're going to fail miserably. So That line finally worked, apparently, yeah. And don't paint while you're driving either. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't think of a better way to wrap up this episode of MASH Matters. If you would like to get in touch with us, please do that through Twitter, through Facebook, through our website, mashmatterspodcast.com, and call and leave your own voicemail that is shorter than three minutes long at 513-436-4077. And we would love it too if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, they're on the iTunes. If you can jump on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, we'd love to read your review as well here on the podcast. Now, Jeff, Ryan, next episode yep. at long last, yep. people have been asking, when are we going to talk about season three? Next episode, we are going to do our... Season three recap. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll salute season three. So we've already put it out there on Facebook and Twitter asking people, what are your favorite episodes from season three? And oh my goodness, people are coming out of the woodwork and telling us what their favorite episodes are. And there are a few, unsurprisingly, that are uh, rising to the top. So we will run through some of those comments and I will uh, I'll also share my top three from season three coming up in the next episode. And I have a theory about why season three is eliciting so many responses. Uh, I will talk about it on that episode because I have a very, very serious theory about why uh, it really strikes a chord. So stay tuned for that. All right. And by the way, in terms of ending this episode, what about my Jolson medley? You never want me to do it. I don't understand people. I mean, yeah, we need to bump that to the next episode. I'm sorry. We're, we've already run out of time. I'm so, right. I'm so okay. sorry, Jeff. Next time then. Season three, the Jolson medley. All right. And until then, here's looking up your old address. <laughs> <laughs>